This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello there and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Can you believe that this is episode 50? Are you kidding me? 50 episodes. That is that is too much in my opinion. There's There's been days where I have not wanted to get on this microphone and talk or talk to people. I don't know. It's just kind of, a, I like doing it once I'm in it and stuff, but like self-starting and trying to get motivated to get going. It's kind of a pain in the butt, but it's consistency. I think that is the key to everything. Like I live by that little reminder thing in my phone. I just put it in there and it's on my to-do list. And so now I have to do it. And I'm grateful that I have. It's been 50, it's been a whole year, 50 episodes once a week. That's what's, what's how many weeks in a year? 52. So we got, and it's almost year end. So we have two more episodes before we finish this year. Good gravy. It's just, I think, again, the consistency is what has brought us this far. And I find like, even in other stuff like this. I, I write songs, I write albums, and it's just every album I release, I become better as a result. I have I learn something new as a result. Not every song is going to hit big, but you know when they do or when it does, it they have a whole body of work to now absorb. I remember it was a year ago today or not today, but a year ago around this time when I had that Natalie Jean and I released a song called Not Over You. And it went number one on indie charts. So a lot of new people discovered who I was and my music. And then they had six other albums of mine that they could now purchase or stream or whatever people do nowadays. And it's great. So you can't, re- you can't really build a career on one song. I mean, I guess you can people have done it they do but it's just nice that i had uh, all that other stuff for them to absorb that could have been a bad example how about consistency with like tiktok is a good example i had a lot of big videos on tiktok last year and then for the last few months they have been just not good (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm used to the hundreds of thousands of views and then the last few have just been hundreds or thousands and it It's discouraging or whatever, but I just continuously once a day created a new video and I knew that eventually the algorithm was going to be like, hey, let's give this guy another shot. And my God, am I glad that I stuck with it because last week I had another one hit 2.2 million or something in one day and it's just climbing and then I released one the following day just to jump on that momentum. That one's at 3 million now. So we got the, we're we're back. We're back in business as far as the TikTok world goes. Thank God, because I was about to throw in the towel. It's getting pretty redundant out there. You know what I mean? It's difficult. Like when you're an artist, you're basically an army of one and no one's going to hold you accountable but yourself. And I... I'm not a good motivator of myself. And that's why I have that little reminder thing on my phone. So maybe my iPhone is what motivates me to do it. For some reason, I feel guilty if I don't do the things on my to-do list. So there you go. My iPhone's like my mom, pretty much. 
I recently discovered that artists don't create out of self-expression. They create out of self-discovery. Recording podcasts isn't exactly the most exciting part of my week, but at least you know when I talk to new guests or when I, I'm you know sussing out different ideas, I learn something new about myself or my journey or my whatever the hell, and I can usually apply it to whatever I'm working with or battling with at that time. Like in stand-up comedy, the I mean, the more you pursue and practice the art, the closer you get to finding your authentic voice. And I didn't just develop my sense of humor when transitioning into comedy. I ended up like finding more about myself. You know what I mean, like I, I, I can be who I want and entertain people in the process. I just released a musical comedy album. I, I've discovered recently that uh, it doesn't translate well on Sirius XM, which is basically the, the primary channel for your comedy. So let us like stand up comedy gets on Sirius XM, but comedy music isn't exactly well revered. And so, I mean, it's okay because I'm going to find another place to put that and distribute that material to the masses. Do you know what I mean? I've been releasing music videos and stuff. There's always a place for something. It was just a long, hard way to find out that where I had originally intended to put it wasn't exactly the place. But during the creation process of this album, I evolved completely as an individual. Like they say, what is it? That thing that you think is the thing is not the thing. You know what I mean? So it's by creating the album, like I know something's going to happen with it. You, we just got to wait and find out. All right. So we'll, um, we'll uh, cross our fingers together. I read Will Smith's new book recently. It was, uh, it's called Will. And it, I liked it because it's my generation. Like whether you're a Will Smith fan or not, like I, I grew up, you know, watching the Fresh Prince and listening to his music and stuff like that. And it, I loved hearing like behind the scenes of how he dealt with like him and Jazzy Jeff were releasing music and they, you know, had a flopped album because they were distracted and he transitioned into television, then into movies and how he dealt with it. It was really cool. At one point he used this analogy that I thought was interesting. Like he talks about what, you know, fighting Mike Tyson. He didn't do it, but he was training for Ali and whatever he didn't anyway he's like if you're training your ass off and dieting and you're prepared and you get beat up by Mike Tyson that is a bearable loss because you give it your best shot and he's just iron Mike Tyson like he's just what are you gonna do right you can, he's just unbeatable but if you didn't prepare and you just ate Cheetos and ice cream for the entire training period and you lost that's that's called an unbearable loss because you you really will never know how it could have been and you're you just live with regret like you're not going to fight him again right so it's, that's what I'm trying to avoid I don't want to have regret it's like well, this is I got the energy now why not try to create what I'm trying to create right now so that I don't regret it when I'm eating Cheetos and ice cream on the couch in my later years. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe, I, I don't know. I, I Regret is scary to me and feel like if you have, like, why not give it your best shot now? <laughs> what have you got to lose? Decide what you want to do. Give it a shot. And in the process, you'll discover and learn a ton about yourself and, and what it is you're working on. And like when you release it, you'll discover is it aligned with what people are looking for or not? If it's not, then you just recalibrate and try again. If it is what people are looking for, then by God, just do more of that. Right? Try to build on it. Next week's episode actually talks, I talked to a friend of mine who's been dragging her feet a little bit with pursuing her music more. And we get into the weeds about how scary it is and how putting yourself out there looks. And I just, I, you don't want to miss that one. I feel like a lot of people are uh, dealing with the same kind of thing. And uh, we kind of go through it. 
hopefully it uncovers some of the mental blocks that you might be going through. Anyway, I'm going to go crack open a low-calorie beer to toast myself on 50 episodes. I think my goal is at least 100. I remember talking to, uh, I had a correspondence with one of my favorite authors, Seth Godin, when I was starting this whole thing. And we we was kind of like, we had him almost lined up to be the first episode. Like the first season, if you recall, was just like a bunch of people that I really wanted to talk to. We had the guy from the Verve Pipe. We have, we have Grammy winners. We have like just the first, first seasons, you know, long conversations with um, a lot of cool people. Anyway, the long story short is Seth Godin was going to be in it. And then he's like, you know what? I can't right now. He's He's doing book stuff. He's like... I want to be episode number 100. And so hopefully uh, <laughs> we can get him back for that. I just need to record 50 more episodes now so that I can uh, drag him back on here for uh, 100 episode. If you don't know who Seth Godin is, he talks a lot about this, this kind of uh, mental blockage, things that creators go through when they're trying to create. I don't know, I get a lot of my, my inspiration from some of his stuff. I think the latest book he... I'm looking at it right now. It's called The Practice. Go, go go look at The Practice or read the summary. And if it's of interest to you, go pick it up. I wish I was better at this. this um, I don't know how to end podcasts. I'm sorry. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.